This week's life note, enjoying being present in the moment. Welcome to Life Notes from Chair 17, a podcast dedicated to sharing life stories, wisdoms and inspirations as we navigate life's journey. Host C.H. aims to share thoughtful perspectives and insights from her own life journey, as well as those of special guests and contributors. Tune in for thoughtful conversations about lessons learned, wisdoms gained, experiences had, and inspirations shared. Find us where you get your podcasts and be sure to hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now enjoy this week's episode. Alrighty, welcome back in, friends, to another episode of Life Notes from Chair 17. I'm your host, CH. Thank you once again for finding me in this corner of the podcast universe. I know that every digital content creator likes to thank their audience, and it probably sounds repetitive or redundant, but I really do uh, like to make sure I acknowledge Uh, the support of our returning listeners. I really do appreciate that you continue to tune in each week and also anyone who's new, uh, giving you a warm welcome and hoping that you will enjoy what you hear and you will want to continue to tune in. Uh, Housekeeping, though, for anybody who hasn't uh, subscribed, uh, please feel free to do so. We are on all major platforms. You just search for us, Life Notes from Chair 17. And one thing I... I have not explicitly said, and some of you may have already done this, but it's worth sharing if you do have uh, folks in your life circle who are podcast listeners and they enjoy uh, life journey or life journal type podcasts and you think that they might enjoy what we talk about here and some of the stories that we share in this space feel free to recommend them. It will all help uh, grow the C17 community that I am aiming to do uh, with this podcast. So all support and all listeners is a good thing for us uh, as we start out. So appreciate it. Um, So this episode, which happens to be uh, lucky number seven, uh, is inspired by a recent outing that I had with one of my very dear, uh, nearest and dearest friends, Cindy. Shout out to her. I know she's listening. And this idea that sometimes it really is just about the simplest, most essential things that can bring us a sense of peace or happiness or both. And what I'm calling that presence of moment, right? And then just enjoying that present moment. In my opinion, uh, it feels that we live in a world right now that is very fractured. And also, as everything is newer, faster, better, quicker, more up-to-date, latest of the latest, latest of the greatest. And in mapping out this episode, I was starting to think about when we all last collectively just stopped and slowed down and took time to go watch the sunset or the sunrise or 
just decided to sit under a tree and read a book and not uh, because of a, a global pandemic, right? Obviously, that slowed us all down by force and very suddenly. But, you know, maybe as we've come out of that or even before those years, did you do that? And there might be some of you out there going, actually, yes, CH, I do that all the time. I did it before the pandemic. I'm doing it after the pandemic. It is my thing. And if that is you uh, and or you have always been someone to make choices as you have navigated your life journey to really take in those moments and not feel as if you have to somehow play catch up or be doing more than just being present in that moment. I really, I commend you and my hat is off to you. I would like to think that I have somehow over the course of my life tried to be very conscious in doing this, but I don't know that I've always succeeded. And it is definitely something I have been a lot more conscientious about as I've gotten older because time really does move unbelievably quickly, almost too quickly. Uh, I know that there are probably several of you out there that sense this or feel this, uh, but there may be some of you that don't yet or haven't or have never thought about time in that way, but I personally feel there is a point that we get to both physically and mentally, where we really do start to feel just how quickly time is moving. And the, the easiest way I can describe this is, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, it seemed like forever for when my birthday would roll around, right? Or for school to be done for the summer. Like it felt as if, <laughs> you know, decades went by in between the months of the thing I really was most looking forward to. And now it feels like this is the reverse. So I blink and six months seems to have gone by. I blink again and it seems as if two years have passed. And then I blink a third time and I'm somehow 10 years older, right? And I, I admittedly used to roll my eyes when I was a younger person and I, I would listen to those who I perceived as quote unquote older that were now really just my age now. They would lament and tell me how time moves so quickly, especially the older that you get. And I used to think, okay, sure, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, right. But dang it, they were right. <laughs> they really were. And the pandemic really did warp a lot of time uh, for me personally. It might have also for you. We all have come back from it in different ways uh, at, at sort of different varying levels of picking up our life from before and trying to, you know, make make life after. Um, 
it really was what I call this sudden slam on your brakes here moment that brought us all to a standstill, this forced slowdown of taking this beat or this minute, and we had to do it as a group, right? And sort of manage refocusing on almost just being present within the four walls of wherever we were going through it and whomever we might have been going through it with. But when things started to speed back up, right? So after we had gotten past, you know, the immediate sense of can't go anywhere, can't see anyone, can't do anything, um, I personally mourned a little bit of that space of time where we had all really focused on being a lot more present to each other. Uh, even though we had to do it in a way, it sort of sounds like opposites are oxymoron. We had to be present, but we couldn't do it while we were with people. We had to create these different kinds of connections by virtual or by space, but we, we still longed for it and we still tried to do it. And then once that passed and we could get back to not having to have that connection be space-oriented or virtual-oriented. I remember I felt, as I watched people speed up, speed returning back to that, getting back together with people and getting back connected with people physically and in person, I felt almost like a sense of guilt that I wasn't speeding back up enough or I wasn't jumping back into what could be said was like my life before enough. And I was still trying to kind of take my time and, and think about maybe what I had learned about myself in some of those really isolating years. And um, it came to a head for me, I think it was towards the end of 2021, it was the winter of 2021. So we were coming into almost two full years of like isolation or coming out of isolation, various lockdowns, various variants, various whatever. I had tried to book a trip to one of my most uh, favorite places on earth. Shout out to Truckee, California and the Sierra Nevadas. Uh, but I made the decision to cancel it because I think there was some newest, latest variant and something just felt kind of off for me about it. And I, I I was getting to a place with with the pandemic where I was thinking, are we ever really going to get out of this? And so I somehow just ended up not still feeling ready. And yet I also felt the guilt of, should I be? Why, why do you want to cancel it? You should just go. You should just do it. Everyone else is, do, you know, getting back to whatever they were doing before. Why can't you do it? So I was legitimately the epitome of not being kind to myself, right? Not giving myself permission, as I've talked about in my Life Mantra episode. I lamented canceling the trip, but I did it anyway. And I kind of beat myself up about it. But I thought, now... Something just doesn't feel right. And during the week that I was supposed to have gone and then I was supposed to have traveled, I decided not to let the week go to waste and to do something locally. 
So I chose to go snowshoeing because the trip was supposed to be a December winterish trip down to Truckee, California. So I thought, well, I'll at least do something here locally in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it'll make me feel like maybe I can still enjoy what I was hoping I was going to be able to do in Truckee. And for some reason, I decided to check the weather of Truckee before I went snowshoeing here locally. I have no idea why I decided to do that. I just did. Uh, maybe to compare contrast, to just kind of be, well, let's see what the weather would have been had I been in my favorite place. And it turns out that was actually a really important moment for me to do that. Because had I actually gone on the trip to Truckee, I would not have been able to make it due to a really some pretty hazardous travel conditions. So if you're familiar with where Truckee, California is, it is at the top of Donner Pass in the Sierra Nevadas. It is known for having very treacherous winter weather driving conditions when storms come through. Uh, and it is known for having the road closed uh, and or having heavy <laughs> chain control and you name the hazardous winter driving condition and Truckee likely has it as does what is known as Donner Pass, it has it. And when you are renting a car, uh, <laughs> trying to drive a rental car through that is not a great idea. Uh, driving, trying to drive your own car through it is not a great idea. So it's a very common thing that uh, the ability to get up and down or up to Truckee and down to Truckee can really depend on snowstorms blowing through. And it's very common for the area to be, or the, the travel to be impacted significantly as a result of that. That also happens here uh, on Interstate 90 and Snoqualmie Pass, same thing. I like to think that they're cousins, Snoqualmie Pass and Donner Pass, but uh, travel can be significantly impacted. And as I checked the weather before I went snowshoeing locally up here, uh, it confirmed for me that even if I had been able to get down there, and even if I had been able to get up to Truckee, I might have been snowed in, and I might have not been able to get out. And I remember going off to Snowshoe thinking, well, I guess that kind of worked out in a strange way. But it really wasn't until I got out on to the local trail here that I had what I call one of my... <laughs> universe uh, epiphanies, which often happens to me a lot when I'm outdoors or recharging outdoors. I always feel like my head gets much clearer, or as I like to say, the cobwebs get cleared out. And very much like uh, when I talked about coming up with my first life mantra of strength, confidence, and courage, and how that developed directly out of what I will call an in-the-moment self-talk session, I said out loud to myself on the trail, you know what? Sometimes it's just okay to be in the moment where you are at, at the pace that you are at, in the place where you are at. 
And very much like strength, confidence, courage, I just kind of stopped and thought, yeah, I think you're going to, you're going to need to hold on to that one. And that, that's your lesson for today. And I have indeed kept that. And so in thinking about this recent outing with my very good friend, Cindy, we were not snowshoeing, obviously. <laughs> we were not trying to plan to go to Donner Pass in December. We were at dinner, really. And it was a conversation. She was telling me something. And I remember just quietly thinking to myself, this right here, these are the best days and the most precious days why? Because they can indeed disappear in the blink of an eye. And I sometimes think we don't realize they can until it happens. And trying to get in front of realizing that before it happens is why I'm sort of feeling like presence of moment is a really important share of, of a life note in this episode because due to an unforeseen for, uh, circumstance, um, I recently had someone who I worked with that passed away very quickly after being diagnosed only six weeks uh, from uh, the confirming the tests and from I'm going in for tests to not with us anymore. And I intend to talk a bit more about that in a later episode, not so much about um, her or her diagnosis because I want to be respectful of the family, but the idea that uh, sometimes we do have people that come into our lives for a really short period of time and they can make a very poignant impact even if we don't get to have them all of our lives or for long periods of time. Um, but that story uh, or that that moment for me, and then kind of juxtaposed against spending just a really fun afternoon, evening with a very good friend, it really does remind us or remind me that we are not promised tomorrow. That has hit home for me very recently, but it's reignited the sense that bucket list things are great as our lifelong ambitions and dreams coming true, but sometimes it is really just about dinner with a friend or it is the three-hour catch-up phone call or taking the scenic route to get to, you know, your favorite space or your favorite locale. It's about sleeping in. It's about walking to catch a sunset or treating yourself to something that you want to treat yourself to. And to just know that being present in some of those simpler moments can be just as impactful as those bigger life moments or those bucket list life moments. They both can bring us joy. And age does at times seem to make us all see these moments differently. I think... We've all heard folks that you could say are in their last set of chapters of their life, you know, sharing sort of hindsight thoughts on what they've learned and, and or what they might do differently. 
And one of the things that always seems to come up is that sense of, again, how quickly time moves and how to really live in each moment, right? To always tell those who are closest to you how much they mean to you, to never give up on something that you want to do, to never think you are too old to do something, and really, in some respects, stop the sort of keeping up with the Joneses approach to life, which in the world of social media and whatnot can often be hard to do. Where obviously there's a weird sense we get into where we're comparing ourselves or we're thinking we should be doing this or that or this or that or this or that. But if you just want to lay in the grass and watch the clouds overhead, do that. If you want to watch movies all day <laughs> and order takeout, for dinner, while some of your friends are running a 5K, do that. If you want to treat yourself to the thing that you don't think you should treat yourself to, do that. If you want to hop in the car and drive across state lines to spend a few hours with a really good friend because you haven't seen them in a while, do that. Or if you want to order the dessert with the whipped cream and the chocolate sauce in a double-sized portion, do that, right? Be present in the moment, at the pace, at the place, because the bucket list stuff will still be there, but that coffee with a friend may suddenly not be. So, that is the life note for this episode. Falls, I think, into the wisdom bucket if we think about wisdoms gained, lessons learned, experiences had, inspiration shared. And it's definitely coming from my own life story and navigating my life journey, my own opinion, point of view. But as somebody who's definitely watching myself learn to appreciate even more than before those moments of simplicity or those moments that may not cost a lot from a currency perspective, like in physical dollars, but end up being really invaluable and priceless contributions to the tapestry that weaves, at least for me, my life journey together and maybe for you too. And as they say, for everything else, there's MasterCard. Okay, that's a joke. Um, old ad campaign, not sure how many of you might remember that. It was a good one, but I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I will leave you with that. And as always, I ask you to be kind to yourself, to take it one hour at a time, one day at a time. And I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life Notes from Chair 17. Remember to follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.